On this episode, we review Scripture and the Authority of God by N.T. Wright. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Too Many Books, the show where we go through the stack of books on your desk and tell you which ones to move to the top, the bottom, or get rid of altogether. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Dodge, and joined as always by Jack Wilkie. Jack, how are you doing? Doing all right. Still fighting a cold, which to our listeners probably sounds like I've had it for two weeks, but <laughs> it's back-to-back recording. It's still back-to-back me. Back-to-back recording. Uh, you, you may very well end up having a cold for two weeks, but... Don't jinx me like that, man. I got to move here in a week, so. Oh, that's right. You're moving. I yeah. forgot all about that. Well, I moving hope the, like four minutes down the street, but still. Nope. I didn't know that part. <laughs> four minutes down the street. Okay, you're. Listen, just milk the cold for all it's worth, and say, man, I just can't. I just can't do it today. I need help. <laughs> that's right. No problem. That's the worst. Moving just down the street because, man, eh, we don't need to pack that. We're just walking mm. down the street. Yeah. Just moving apartments. Yeah, it feels like you're not doing that much, and it's just as much work as moving an hour away. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Other than the drive, I guess. But anyway, that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? Uh, Pretty good. I do not have a cold. Uh, We're talking about moving more than four minutes away, moving to another town over. Uh, Uh But that's going to have to wait, so... I'm just kind of sitting and chilling and trying to read books. And you'll be sure to get a cold when that happens. Yes, uh, and you'll. I'm sure if I ask you to help us move, you'll have a cold. No, I'm busy that week. Yeah, (laughs) I'm busy. (laughs) I'm planning on being sick that weekend. Exactly. Uh, We're talking about uh, my second N.T. Wright book, Scripture and the Authority of God. Uh, This. The description of this uh, is, I, I think, a pretty good description of, of what the book lays out, though he covers quite a bit of ground, as we'll talk about in a moment. In Scripture and the Authority of God, How to Read the Bible Today, widely respected Bible and Jesus scholar N.T. Wright. What a title. I want to be a mm. Jesus scholar. No kidding. Uh, N.T. Wright gives new life to the old, tattered doctrine of the authority of Scripture, delivering a fresh, helpful, and concise statement on the current quote-unquote battles for the Bible and restoring Scripture as the primary place to find God's voice. Uh, it was a it was an interesting read. Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about what I thought about it here in just a moment. All right, what... Why'd you pick the book up? I know you. this is your second right book, uh, so obviously he didn't drive you away with the first one, but what drew you to this one? Uh, in in the first book, uh, and he, he did it more so in the second book, as we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, but in his first book, he he hinted at in answering the question about evil and the justice of God, you know, here's my Bible lens, this is how I interpret Scripture, and so this is my answer based on that, uh, which we all do, mm. but... He made me curious as to what exactly that lens was, and so I picked up his book on how to read the Bible today to see how he reads the Bible today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not actually sure when this was written. Uh, it's it's not an older book, but it could be it could be a decade or so old. So maybe it's it's shifted a little bit. Uh, but I'm not sure on the exact age. That being said, uh, it sounds like, based on what I've heard him say in podcasts and uh, read in his other book, that this is 
pretty online with where he's still at now. So yeah, uh, that's why I picked it up. When was it? 2005? 2005, yeah. Okay. Uh, which, good grief, is over a decade. I hate that 14 idea. years, no less. Yeah, good grief. I don't like that at all. Uh, <laughs> sorry for all the listeners to make you feel even older than I feel hearing that uh, just now. <laughs> Uh, but that's why I picked it up. I wanted to understand a little more his perspective going into some of his other content and just see where he's coming from. That's why right. I picked it up. I think we talked about this a little bit last time you did a, a Wright book, but this is something that I'm, I'm sure a number of our listeners are well familiar with Wright. Others probably are like, don't have a clue who that is. If you don't know who that is, it would not be a bad idea to familiarize yourself. You don't necessarily have to, to read his books. He's got a podcast. He's got a YouTube uh, presence. Um, he's bringing a different perspective on things. We've talked about him off off air. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of it's good. I think some of it is reason for caution. But the one thing you can't deny is he's having a very big influence. Yes. Uh, if you read blogs, if you listen to, to Christian podcasts, there's a very good chance you have come across right influences without even knowing it. Um, the the Bible Project YouTube videos are probably the biggest one. They've had yeah. him on their podcast because his fingerprints are really all over everything they're doing. Um, and so he's a very, he might be the most influential theologian and scholar in the world right now, uh, as far as, as I can tell. So good. It's good to just in general. Uh, it, it's for that reason I listen to, you know, Jordan Peterson on occasion mm-hmm, to listen mm-hmm. to the voices of today, uh, because it shapes so much of culture and church and people's thinking, either where they're going or what they're going to be disagreeing with mm-hmm. very heavily. So yeah, uh, it makes sense. You know, yeah. we one of the, the the prime example right now. Lots of people are. Debating, you know, new heaven and new earth versus uh, a disembodied spiritual heaven. Essentially, where are we going to spend eternity? Mm-hmm. Right is the biggest voice on the new heaven, new earth, restored creation, planet earth thing. Yep. Uh, and so when you hear that growing, when you hear people talking about that more and more, whether even they know it or not, right is largely, is, is heavily behind that resurgence of that idea. And so, uh, as like you said, it's a good idea to familiarize yourself with major voices to read about the way they're thinking because you just see it come out all over the place. And so, uh, that's, I just wanted to kind of take an aside for that. Uh, so next question on it is, what did you like about the book? Like several things about it. Uh, the first was in what I, what I gather is his fashion. Uh, just from hearing him speak and stuff, is he takes quite a bit of time. It's it's uh, 230 pages. Some of that is a, appendix and things like mm-hmm. that. So you think about it as a 200-page book. The first 100 pages or so is setting up the argument. Uh, and he's he's laying out the foundation before he gets to what he actually thinks about things. Uh, mm-hmm. And I liked that he talked about that, laid the foundation out, and he handled the progression very well. Uh, scripture and the Authority of God is the title of the book. He dealt with the authority of Scripture in the Old Testament, uh, the authority of Scripture as far as Jesus was concerned, within the New Testament church, within the early church fathers. He went up into the Reformers, into the Enlightenment, and just followed kind of the idea of how has Scripture been viewed and handled and interpreted through time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he laments not. Uh, he he has other books dealing with that in more detail, and so he kind of says, "I hate that I'm doing this in a hundred right. pages, but it needs to be here to some degree." So, uh, but but I like that he dealt with that. He even gets into just before he gets into his viewpoint, the the left versus right paradigm on the view of scripture today of discarding lots of things in scripture or constricting things in scripture so heavily and kind of where where maybe do you fall as a reader right now uh being very conservative or very liberal or somewhere in between and and that Mm -hmm. sort of so he lays all that out very well before he gets into his actual thought process on it uh that may I, i think he did it in a way without being too you know, okay, thanks, buddy, but I'm I'm coming here to read your thoughts on this, and you haven't given mm-hmm. it to me yet. Uh, I think it's important and necessary. So liked that. Uh, I liked most of all the high value he places on scripture throughout the book, and shows the high value and and the low value in some parts of history uh, that were were placed on it, uh, and calling us back to viewing it in a high way, uh, and. He discusses what he thinks is proper about all of that, but uh, the the handling of Scripture, I think, was very good, uh, and its placement in the life of the Christian uh, and how how much we should cherish it and, and enjoy it uh, and submit to it. I, I think he did a very good job of proving that uh, we should be behaving that way towards God's Word. Uh, and I think the last thing I'd add to the the pros with this is it was very practical. Uh, he he lays out all of his stuff, and then he gives two case studies. He looks at the Sabbath, and he looks at monogamy and says, let's go to the Old Testament in dealing with Scripture here on this, the New Testament, let's talk about today and how all that fits. And so he takes what he lays out as, here's how you should read the Bible today, and then handles two topics and walks you through his thought process on it, which I very much appreciated uh, because I feel like he would do that in a, in a class setting, uh, some kind of professor setting. Uh, and it was nice to have that in a book uh, to be able to enjoy that. And along with that, his focus on not only it's authoritative, but it's authoritative and so here's how that affects the life of those who follow it. It's very action-oriented in the second half of the book, uh, which I appreciated. He didn't just say, Bible is God's word, so you need to obey it. But what is our role in mm-hmm. the Bible being God's word? What do we do with that? So very much liked all of that from from his book. Yeah, I like that. That sounds, sounds interesting. Um before we get into the dislikes, would you say it's something that more helped you shore up what you already believed or that you actually learned some things from it? Which, where, What side of that fence does that fall on? So it, well, a little bit of both, I guess. Okay. Uh, it shored up what I already believed, but it also, it gave those little extensions in certain directions as far as, hey, you really need to understand your responsibility with the text because I'm I'm not coming to this going I'm not sure the word of God is you know I believe it's authoritative but maybe I haven't taken that to its logical conclusion as far as what that looks like in my life uh, right. and he he helped flesh that out in a lot of ways cool cool all right so dislikes things that you didn't like two things 
It hmm. needs a second reading really bad. Uh, and I, I don't think this is just me. I think this would be true for most people. Go back through it and read it again just because there's so much that he's trying to cram mm-hmm. that you need to go back and go, okay, part of this is history book. Mm-hmm. Part of this is practical application. Part of this is theology. Part of it's philosophy. Go back and read it again. It's like he uh, makes very heavy reading. Yes, uh, and and if you listen to him speak, I mean, that's just how he, that's where his head is all the time. Yeah. Uh, is way up there, so you got to go through and listen uh, to get it truly unpacked. Like when you go to the Marvel movie the first time. <laughs> you're just trying to take it in as an experience and you go back mm-hmm. the second time to look for the plot holes and stuff right. uh, it needs a second reading but number two in this book much more than evil and the justice of God he refers to I wrote about this in another book and I think he referred to like five different books he's written Yeah. so he really pushes for additional reading in other places mm-hmm. not for book sales I didn't get that but I don't like that right. <laughs> when I read books. Just just give me a little more and make this a 300-page book. You know? Right. Um, but if you have time to read it twice, I think this is uh, it, it's definitely worth it. If you're just planning to read it once, I don't know that I would read it because there's going to be so much on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. that's going to cause you not to really get everything he's wanting you to get. So. Huh. All right, so number rating out of 10? Uh, 7 out of 10. 7. Yeah. I mean, it's coming good. off the heels. Uh, six and a half, seven. It's coming off the heels of our, our 10 out of 10, so everything yeah. is just going to be worse. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> yeah. Everything was going to be a letdown, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it was a very good book. It's, it's really the needing to read it a second time and I can see myself probably upgrading it to like an eight if I go through it again and go oh okay yeah 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 I get mm-hmm. what he's going for now um it's just it isn't an easy read whatsoever right. it's it's hard there's a lot of concepts that he's dealing with and that lowers the the grade I like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily make for a good book or a good read at the very least so if you've right. got it, especially if you're reading other stuff by him, then I would put this towards the top of your list. But mm-hmm. if you're just kind of going, eh, maybe I'll pick it up, put it somewhere in the middle. Don't get to it right away. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we mentioned, you know, the importance of maybe getting a right sampling. Um, Simply Christian, I think, was one of his. That's probably a better one to start with. Yes. Um, uh What's the, what's There's the a simply Christian and a simply Jesus as well, and I think those are and, the two that get referred to a lot. Yeah, there, he's he's got so many books. Um, he does. Let's see. Surprised by Hope is the New Heaven New Earth one. If you're interested in that, um, the day the resur- no not the day the revolution began is his Jesus centric cross centric resurrection centric one. I think, and so yeah, uh, as far as if you're gonna investigate a little bit about who this guy is and what he's saying. Maybe start with those rather than this one, I guess. Yeah, that that's definitely true. But if you are going to get into those and then you want to you want to pop up a little more or understand him a little better, then grab this book and put it to the go. top of your list. So. Have 
you read Scripture and the Authority of God, you can reach us on Facebook and send us a message or comment there. Also get a hold of us at our email, strongchurchministries at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the book or this review of the book. Uh, next week we are reviewing... What are, what are you looking at? What book have you The Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul. The Holiness of God. Ooh, okay. The Holiness yeah. of God by R.C. Sproul. I will look forward to that one. Make so sure very... you go back and listen to, by the way, our first and only, currently, 10 out of 10 review. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to purposely choose a book that I just think is <laughs> incredible to get our second right. 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah. But, that's, we need to have a Hall of Fame. That's our first Hall of Famer. First Hall of Famer. Maybe Ooh. Hall of Fame transcends the ten out of ten because now we've <laughs> now we have like the C.S. Lewis's. I don't want to get to the. I don't want to get to the point where uh, you know we where ten out of ten is common because I mean I I really do think that book stood out above the rest and so you know I I think we can leave ten at the top but fair enough. If you want to know why. It's a 10 out of 10, and why he thinks it stands out above the rest, go listen to our previous review of Absolute Surrender by Andrew Murray on strongchurch.org. You can find out all about a book that should be at the top of your stack right now. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe. Yes. It's on the feed. Any, anywhere. It's, it's in the description. You can go there, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and just about anywhere else you can get podcasts. We're probably there. So subscribe and... Let us know what books maybe you want us to, to talk about next. We have a Facebook group as well uh, that talks about this as well as other books that everybody else is reading, uh, also called Too Many Books. We got lots of places to talk about books. Just join we us. We like books, man. We love them. We love them. We hope you do too. Happy reading. We'll see you next time. Books is a strongchurch.org podcast and is available on Apple, Google, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more resources like this one designed to help strengthen your Christian walk.